Hey, are you a business owner, entrepreneur, or professional? If so, we want you to apply to be a featured guest on our show. My name is Adam Torres, and I host the Mission Matters series of podcasts. I've recorded over 3,000 episodes, and we are just getting started. How do you know if you'd be a good guest to be on the show? Well, only one way to find out, and that's to apply, but I'm going to let you in on a little secret. We want guests that have a story to tell, guests with a brand, a product, or a service that can benefit my audience of listeners. If this sounds like you, go to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. I'd love to talk to you and get to know more about your story. Again, head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, now let's get into the show. Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Marketing Podcast, your source for all things marketing. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Michael Heller on the line. He's founder and CEO over at Talent Resources Holdings, um, which is a parent company for Talent Resources, Talent Resources Sports, and PR Ventures. Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Big fan of what you guys are doing and um, ready to rock and roll. All right, Mike. So uh, I'm excited to get into today's topic. So we're going to talk about really the evolution of talent resources and, you know, how you got started and really how things have shifted into 2020. And maybe just to get us kicked off, let's just start off with maybe what were some of your initial goals you wanted to achieve at the beginning of this business venture? Sure. So, you know, it's interesting. My background really was I was in entertainment law and I was focused on endorsement deals and appearance deals for talent. Um, so I negotiated a lot of the commercial deals uh, for different celebrities and, you know, really at the time, you know, v- you know, really pop culture icons such as Avril Lavigne, Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, Misha Barton, you know, really, you know, very, very um, iconic talent at the time. And what it really made me realize is, you know, doing these deals as a lawyer, um, there was, you know, so much more of an opportunity to kind of be their manager. Um, so I started a management company that focused just on the commercial deals for talent. And after a couple of years of doing that, I realized that there was so much more opportunity to really be a bridge between brands and talent. So I switched everything, created Talent Resources, which was the first company um, that just, you know, really focused on um, the chaos of, you know, celebrities. And, you know, after a couple of years, um, started with a partner of mine, David Spencer, Talent Resources Sports. And, you know, that focused on athletes and charged moments in the calendar during um, different sports activities, such as Super Bowl, um, SBs, All-Star Weekend. And, you know, so, that, so that's been great. Um, not so much during COVID, but, you know, it's been, you know, a great experience. And then we also recently launched TR Ventures, which is um, an arm of the company that really allows us to invest and also bring strategic investors into different brands that we feel will um, do well in the world. 
So at the end of this, I'm going to give you the opportunity to leave, obviously, contact info or how, however people should follow your work and the brand's work overall over at Talent Resources. But I do want to make sure that the right types of uh, individuals and clients do connect with you and your team. What's typically a good fit to work with Talent Resources? Well, I mean, really, we're looking for brands that really want to elevate, um, you know, whatever they're launching, you know, be it a new product or, you know, be it a campaign that they're looking to push out. And we use different influencers. Um, we have great technology that kind of really dissects and, and looks into the community of the influencer. And again, when I started the company to now, the landscape's really changed because in the beginning, it was just really a handful of celebrities that really moved the needle. And with social media, you know, platforms like Instagram, TikTok, um, Snapchat, Facebook, it's really given us the opportunity to kind of find uh, other, you know, so, you know, not just celebrities, but influencers that really have a large community. And it's our job to find for the brands the right influencer that, you know, fits, you know, the different initiatives that they're looking to, you know, expose brands, you know, expose uh, individuals who consumers to. So we really use technology to dissect the community of the influencer. Is it male? Is it female? Is it great engagement? What's the age group? Where are these followers coming from? And then we kind of put together a, a game plan, you know, for these brands. And I really look at it as a modern day type of advertisement. Absolutely. And one and one of the reasons I was excited to have you on the show today, Mike, was because I mean when it comes like you're a pioneer in that space. So just for everybody listening, I mean talent resources has been around over fifteen years. So when you think about influencer marketing and things of that people are just maybe especially some of the bigger companies, enterprise level companies are just starting to really understand that maybe sometimes it makes sense and this might be a bad example, but maybe sometimes it makes sense to give, you know, a certain amount of influencers versus writing one big check to one particular person. Um and again, it depends, right? There's you're both strategies work and both are for different things. But even just the fact that dollars are now moving into that influencer space, which are, you know, they're, 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 they're creating good results and providing value for the brands that they're associated with. So, so my question, Mike, for you is what's interesting, and I don't mean an influencer, I just mean overall in the influencer market now, because I think you have a unique vantage point because you've really seen the whole evolution in your career. Yeah, it's, it's true. I mean, What's interesting now is brands really have the upper hand. So it used to be, again, a handful of talent that really moved the needle. Mm. The landscape changed. Now you have thousands of different influencers. And what we're really looking for at Talent Resources for the brands is authenticity. Who mm. is the influencer or influencers that are going to really move the needle, really mm. expose their community in an authentic way? to a new product or a product that, you know, might you know, be a household name, might not. And how are we going to, you know, create that message that's really going to resonate with the different um, influencers communities? So, you know, there's, there's obviously brands listening and there's also influencers listening to this right now. And I think one thing that often gets lost in translation sometimes is the importance of the relationship between the agency, the brand, and also uh, ultimately the influencer and kind of how that triangle, so to speak, works. Um, can you talk a little bit more about how important the relationship is on this side of things? Absolutely. You know, it's very interesting that you, you bring that up because you're completely 100% correct in the sense that, you know, it's our job to really, you know, 
give the brand the right opportunities. And because we're agnostic and we're not representing an influencer, but we're really, you know, representing the brand. But at the same time, we're looking out for the influencers that we work with and making sure that there's a natural pair, you know, pairing. And so when we're bridging, you know, the different, um, you know, with the, you know, when we're, you know, bridging the brands with the different influencers, we're really trying to find ones that really are authentic and really, you know, could relate to the brands that we're pushing out. And because we're agnostic, both on the brand side and the talent side, you know, we really have to, you know, do a lot of research and make sure that we're presenting, you know, to the brand that's paying us the right options. And again, because we don't represent talent, we're not pushing, we don't have an agenda with just one particular, you know, herd of talent. We're really, you know, we represent the entire industry of influencers. So you'd be surprised. Sometimes we find influencers that we never, you know, even worked with before, but because, you know, our technology that we utilize is really showing us this, you know, let's call it a makeup brand. This makeup Mm -hmm. brand would really do well with these influencers because 80% of their followers are female. Um, Their engagement is tremendous. They have 3% or more engagement. They don't have fake followers, and most of their followers are coming from America. It's a brand that's just in America. And, you know, we're Mm -hmm. able to really look into the details and the intricacies of where the the communities, you know, what what the community is, you know, made of. So we're really Mm -hmm. looking at, you know, if it's a brand that's just selling in America, you know, we want to find the right, you know, talent for that brand. And it could be sometimes an international brand where they're happy if, the influencer has followers from all over the world and Instagram really, you know, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, all these platforms are really global. So it really depends on what the initiative is from the brand and, and, and where the brands really, um, you know, distributed. So Mike, what's, uh, what a lot of things have shifted for many businesses, obviously in 2020. I mean, what, what's shifted in your company this year? You know, it's, it's interesting. Um, communications become extremely important. So, you know, with a lot of the different things that, you know, we're going through, all of us, you know, are affected with COVID. Um, a, more money has been spent, you know, ever, you know, than ever before on influencers because you don't have the live event experience that you used, that we're used to. So these influencers are sitting at home. They're able to receive products. They're able to experience the product and then let us know, you know, what their thoughts are. And from that, we're able to really, you know, come back to the brand with, you know, great activations, great calls to action. And it's really, you know, at a time now when so many people are at home, they're really able to take a look and, 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 and really understand, you know, what, you know, what the offerings are completely agree with that and i think about like even myself now that you say that when i think about like some of the things i do now like all these packages i receive and i'm like why didn't i do this before then i'm like oh because i was doing things that's why because i haven't yeah. been self-quarantined for a year because i can't get sick because uh obviously i'm the voice of this ship right <laughs> so i'm like but you know it's, it's interesting because people are sitting at home so they're mm-hmm. really able to take the time to really take a look at, 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 you know, the products that are being sent to them. Look, there's some times that we get a, you know, an influencer that says, look, I received product. It's just not for me. Yeah. I, I don't believe in it. I, you know, I don't think it's going to really, you know, convert to, to my community. 
And mm-hmm. I love when an influencer is, you know, true to who their community is and tells mm-hmm. us that. And then there'll be some influencers that, will, you know, will tell us, wow, this is amazing. I really, you know, love this product and I believe in it. And I'd love to be able to, you know, push this out, at, you know, in a campaign. You know, mm-hmm. can I get the job? That's awesome. Um, so if you had to, and I know this is a, this is a tough question here, but if you had to choose one of your big accomplishments for talent resources, I mean, what, what sticks out to you? You know, when we started, um, it was really based on charge moments in the calendar and experiential. So mm-hmm. we, you know, worked on Sundance, we worked on Super Bowl, we worked on Fashion Week. And, you know, we really, you know, at the same time of doing all those things, we really stayed true to, you know, finding other opportunities where it didn't have to be around a charge moment. And we really stay true to the social media platforms. And a lot of my colleagues and contemporaries were like, look, Instagram could be gone tomorrow. Facebook mm. could be gone tomorrow. Snapchat could be gone tomorrow. And, you know, we just really stayed uh, focused and, you know, really you know, believed in the platforms and, and believed that they were going to continue to evolve, which they have. I mean, when we started out, Instagram didn't have a swipe up. And then you were brought right to the brand's, you know, homepage. And so I feel that these platforms, all of them, have really done a great job evolving and making, you know, their platforms more consumer friendly. And so I think the biggest achievement really has been, you know, focused and and not listening to, you know, what people thought was going to happen, but staying true to ourselves and believing in all these platforms and, and really evolving as a company and investing a ton of money in technology that really, you know, re- you know, guides us and informs us. That's awesome. Uh, so, Mike, final question. If somebody's listening to this and they want more information about talent resources, holdings, or to connect with you and your team overall, I mean, what's the best way for them to do that? Well, there's, there's several ways. Uh, talent resources um, is, is the handle for our Instagram. We also have Town Resources Sports, another handle, and TR Ventures. TR Ventures is um, a, an arm of our company that that really allows us to invest in different opportunities that we believe in, and also provide services where they not might not necessarily be paying our agency fee, but paying us with sweat equity. Um, so all three are great, but everything under TR you know Town Resources Holdings our website and, you know, talentresources.com is also our website and Talent Resources Sports, another website. But, you know, they're all very informative. They have great case studies on there. And I'm always happy to speak to anyone. And my Instagram handle is MikeHellerTR. Perfect, Mike. Well, I'll tell you, it's been a pleasure, Mike, having you on the show. And really, that uh, the, anthology, the the history of influencer, influencer marketing and what you're doing at your agency, I mean, it was great to have you on and kind of encapsulate that and bring that message to my audience. So I appreciate that. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget, hit that subscribe button. I have some more great guests coming up for you and definitely want you to hear their message, too. So don't want you to miss out. And, uh, Mike, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you so much. Keep up the great work. Stay safe. Don't get COVID. We want to keep listening to you.